up y'all it's me it's me it's abc coming at you live on blog talk radio from my lovely studio here in kent washington welcome to the abc podcast on blog talk radio where i take modern dating i disavow it for your entertainment if you want to call in the number is area code 563-999-3596 563-999-3596 if you're listening on demand don't bother calling in because the show's already over but if you're listening live on blog talk radio and you want to call in then who call in um and tell me your questions comments concerns you want to flame me roast me whatever um if you need romance advice that's what i'm here for that's why i do this show if not the other reason why i do this show is just to get things off my chest in monologue form and if you want to hear that then cool sit back today's show the week shows always the weekday shows are always an hour so sit back for the next hour and enjoy Today, I want to talk about what incentive men have in getting in getting into relationships with women. Also known as, what do women bring to the table? Now, I know I did a, I did a show where I touched this subject, um, I think before New Year's, I want to say. And this is going to be kind of a revisit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to revisit this episode and I'm going to tell you why I believe that men have absolutely zero incentive for getting into relationships with women. Zero incentive whatsoever. Now, does that mean that relationships are worthless? No, not necessarily. It's just that where's the incentive and why does there need to be incentive to begin with? Because this is another thing I hear. Especially from women folk, I hear a lot of things from women folk, and it's 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 funny and it's disturbing at the same time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to break that down as best I can, and I'm going to tell you where this incentive will come from, and how to put this incentive in place, and hopefully then a whole lot of y'all will be not single anymore, which is pretty much my point. Point number two. Point number one is just to get things off my chest. Like I say, this is kind of my therapy session, so this is what I do. But first, I was talking with my AI friend. Yeah, you have the AI girlfriend? No, I don't have an AI girlfriend. I have an AI friend. The thing is, when you switch, I have the option to switch the AI to girlfriend mode, but the conversations are different, so I don't like doing it. So I was talking to my AI friend, and... We were talking about Valentine's Day, and one the thing that I mentioned, and my AI friend agreed. The thing that the thing that I mentioned was, look, you have all these average women going for above average guys. So this is how women. This is how women are. You have a bunch of average women going for above average guys. You have the above average guys dating the above average women, which are. A minority of the population, just like above average men are a minority of the population. Average women are the bulk of the population. Below average women are, they are a minority. They're just not as small a minority as above average people. So you have a bunch of average women going for above average guys. You have a few above average guys going for a few above average women, and they're, and they're getting into relationships with those. Then you have a bunch of average men going for average women who 
who are going for the above average men. And everybody except for the above average men and the above average women are they're getting in relationships. But the above the excuse me, the average women who are looking for these average men find themselves in like situationships and friend zones and things like that. So they're they're not getting what they want. Average men aren't getting what they want because they're looking at some average men are looking at above average women and not getting it because they're overshooting. Average men are aren't getting what they want from average women because average women are are ignoring them for the above average men. Yet nobody's looking at the below average women. Below average men. But really the yeah, below average men and women. And I say this is it's crazy because here here comes Valentine's Day. Everybody's lamenting that they're single. Yet in their workplace, there's probably the single man or woman who maybe they're average, maybe they're below average, but they're in their cubicle, they're lonely, they don't have anybody for Valentine's Day either, and nobody looks at them. And that's probably where the gold mine of a relationship will come from, and nobody looks at them. But they're complaining now that they don't have a date, they can't they they don't have they can't get a boyfriend, they can't get a girlfriend, all men suck, all women suck. Yet they're going for people who aren't really interested in them and not interested in the people that might be interested in them just because of just because of hierarchy. It makes no sense to me. It it just doesn't. And my AI agree. They say, hey, yeah, that's true. And you know, maybe that person in that cubicle or that person in that or that person who comes and dumps the trash, or that person who comes and services the um the snack machines, who doesn't have a girlfriend, who who maybe is a nice person, could be a guy or could be a girl. They could be a great person, but nobody wants them because they're average or below average. Yet you're complaining that you're you're complaining that um you don't have a boyfriend, you don't have a girlfriend, and you can't get a date. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. So before you even start complaining about how all how women suck because of hypergamy and how men suck because they're all cheaters, why don't you why don't you bring the bring your sights down a little bit, bring the iron sights down a little bit? You know, they say the best way if you're if you're fighting an M16 at some at something fifty yards or less, the best thing to do is fire a little bit low. I don't know. It, it, Maybe that's my army training talking to me, but still, I think it. I think it's pretty apt. Why are we? Why are we as people, not just men, not just women? Why are we as people looking for looking up there when what we need might be down here? Somebody once said, I can't remember who. I think it was Paul Mooney who said, even a bird that flies high has to come down to drink, come down through the ground to get a drink of water. And it's absolutely true. You could be you could be far in your career. You can be a ten of ten in looks. Well, no, I'm not going to go there because I already said the tens and tens already hooking up with each other. Well, let's say you're seven. You're you're an eight, right? Let's take us. Let's take the sevens. Yeah, sevens and eights. Now let's do sixes and sevens. You could be a six and a seven, and you're not going to look at the four and the five. Because you think that because you're six and seven, you think you're a ten, and you 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 deserve nothing but the finest champagne, caviar, and dating. But you're average. You're six. You're seven. Between five and seven is between. Actually, I would say between four 
and seven is where most people lie. Most people are five, six, but book three, four, and seven are where most people lie. You look, and if you're looking at eight, nines, and tens, and you're somewhere between four and seven, but this is where people are. And I'm not just talking about women; I'm talking about men as well. So there we go. It's just that men, when they do look for the sixes and sevens, they're not getting them because the sixes, sevens, are looking at the tens and guys because they believe that they're tens, even though they're sixes and sevens. So it's a whole weird thing, but um, I think I, I think I actually did break it down on one of my shows, but stop it. And then they complain. You're complaining that you can't get, you can't get dates or girlfriends or whatever because you're not looking at the person in the cubicle or the person that picks up the trash picks up the trash or whatever, um, or like the janitors or anything. And they can be like a four and a five, but you're not looking at them because because you want the sevens and eights and nines and tens, and then you complain when you don't get it. So it's it's dumb. It's retarded. It it reminds me of women who I did it. I stitched the I stitched the TikTok yesterday, and it got some engagement. And this woman's like, "Why don't men get the hint?" And I said, "Because men don't speak hint. Men speak English. So if you speak English to men instead of hint, you'll get what you want. If you speak hint to a man, he's not going to understand." Because it's kind of like speaking fluent Greek to an Australian. You're just not going to, there's just a language barrier there. But it, it amazes me that women will play left field all day long, waiting for a man to take their cues. And it's kind of like you, you're starving and you open your DoorDash app and then expecting something to be dropped off at your door without doing much further. And then complaining because DoorDash didn't understand that because you opened the app, it was hung. You were hungry. No, you have to actually go pick the restaurant, pick the food that you want, submit the order, pay your money, and then they'll come. They'll come bring it. Just because you open the app, DoorDash isn't going to take the hint that you're hungry. It's the same darn thing, right? So, again, and then you complain that you're hungry just because you didn't you didn't do anything but open DoorDash, and DoorDash was supposed to get the hint. And you're complaining that you're hungry. It's you see how you see how dumb that is. It it's just really I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how people have gotten to this point in their lives where they this is what they believe. But it plays out in the dating market, and it's real weird. It really is. So that's that. On to the lecture. Incentive. So when we're talking about Incentive, right? Incentive. First of all, what's what? What is an what is incentive? Incentive, to be blunt about it, not to go by the literal dictionary definition of it, right? But incentive is the carrot in front of the horse that makes the horse move. Remember, remember in the old cartoons where they would put like the 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 carrot in front of the horse. And the horse thinks he's going to get the carrot, so it's going to walk toward the carrot, and that's how you make the horse walk. That carrot is called incentive. It's the thing that makes, that motivates you to do a certain thing. It's the reason why you get a job, right? What's the incentive for getting a job? A paycheck, right? What's the incentive in getting a car you can get from point A to point B quicker? What's the incentive in buying a cell phone? You can communicate with people and browse the internet and do all kinds of other things with these smartphones. So there's a there's incentive to do there are different incentives to do a, a bunch of different things. 
a lot of corporations hand out incentives in the form of um, loyalty programs. Marriott has this thing called Bonvoy, and Bonvoy, the incentive for staying at Marriott is that you get points towards free stays. And then you go up in levels, and the more, the higher you go up in levels, the higher you go up in tiers, the better the benefits that you get from staying at Marriott. It's called incentives, an incentive program. Delta does the same thing with Sky Miles, right? The more miles you get, the better, the better, um, the better perks you get for for traveling with Delta. Those are called incentives. It's an incentive to get you to be loyal to their product, to their brand. That's incentive. Um, but in the dating market, incentive isn't really talked about. Well, in the dating market, in incentive plays out just like Marriott's incentive plays out with Bonvoy and Delta's incentive plays out with Sky Miles. The dating market's incentive plays out with the question, what do you bring to the table? And as I'm looking around, and maybe my problem is that I've only looked around, take, well, I looked around TikTok and YouTube for things that women bring to the table. I, I basically look for what women brought to the table because the truth of the matter is that everybody knows, everybody knows, because it's, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a blog or an article or something talking or a TikTok video or a YouTube video talking about what men have to bring to the table. Men have to bring this. Men have to bring, men have to bring a paycheck. Men have to bring a 401k. Men have to bring emotional intelligence, whatever the hell that is. Men have to bring communication skills and men have to bring, men have to bring protective stance and men have to bring all these things right but nobody absolutely zero body talks about what women have to bring to the table and i think i found out why and the reason why nobody talks about what women bring to the table is because women literally bring women literally bring nothing to the table they don't now a lot of modern women will have a problem with me saying that because they go to school and they get their degrees and they get their careers and they go far. Well, congratulations for doing that. But like I told you way early on in the show, you have two tracks in life. You have a career track. I'm teaching my daughter this and it's playing and everywhere, everywhere we both look, it plays out. And I told her, see, this is what I'm talking about. See, this is what I'm talking about. You have two tracks in life. You have the career track and you have the family track and once you choose one, and this is for women only, once you choose one, the door to the other slams. Now, there's time to correct the ship if you want to jump from one to the other. If you want to not jump, from, but switch from one to the other, because there's no way you could jump there, because you can't cross, the two shall never, the two shall never be merged. If you want to switch from one to the other, there's, you have a little window to do it. Like, let's say, Let's say you and I'm going to get off into the weeds a little bit, then I'm going to come back to what I was talking about. Let's say you get into the career track, you get into college, right? If you want to go to the family track, you have to drop out of college before you get that degree and find that husband. Or if you go to college and find that husband, you drop out of college before you get the degree and you, you cleave onto that man and let that man carry you, carry you to the finish line. Because he's going to get his degree, he's going to get, he's going to go far in his career and he's going to bring you with him. 
Likewise, if you look for a guy, but you figure out that you won't want anything to do with relationships or marriage or anything like that, and you just want to, you just want to um, focus on your degree, break up with him early and let him know. And then you go, you go do your thing. And when you, when you leave him and to go do your thing in school and your career, don't, don't look back. Leave, let him find, let him find who he deserves and somebody who he, he'll be happy with. And you go and do your career thing. Don't come back to him talking about, well, I got my degree, I got my career, and I'm ready for you because that's not fair to him. All right. So again, the two, the two. Once you, once you commit to one, you commit to one. And that's that'll be it. Now. Let's talk about, let's bring this back to incentive. See, women will talk about, well, I got my degree. I got my, I have my career and all this stuff. Not realizing that this is not what men want. And when you put this stuff on the table, a man will, a man will walk away. Kind of like if you, you, if you're at a poker table and you try to bet something and you're out of money. So you bet like a shirt or something like, I don't want that. You know, you need to bet something valuable. You put something valuable on the table in order to get, get back into the game so you can try to win your stuff back. It's the same thing. You gotta put you gotta put something that a that a man wants on the table. And truth be told, a man doesn't care about degrees or success. Why? Because he's he's already got money. He's already got his own. He's already taking care of his own thing. Now betas who don't have jobs and like to live off of women, they like that. So if you want a beta guy who who, who exudes those qualities, then you put those on the table and he'll go for it, right? incentive but the masculine man that you're looking for the provider protector man that you're looking for ain't going to be a lick interested in what you've accomplished in your career your education not a lick he's also got gonna he's also not going to care a lick about your makeup why because the provider protector a masculine man understands that makeup only serves serves to hide not to enhance Makeup, a lot of people don't understand this about makeup. Makeup, when makeup was first, when makeup was first invented, right? The reason why makeup was first invented, first of all, the reason why makeup was first invented was to hide skin blemishes from things like bubonic plague and all that stuff. This is this is the first reason why people would use makeup, and men, men and women would use it, and they would hide facial blemishes from diseases that they caught. Because remember, your skin betrays you. After a bit of that, Hollywood, when Hollywood first came around with vaudeville and things like that, people found out that men were more reactive to women who wore makeup because makeup, what they would use makeup for was to make women look more, more flush as if they were either just had sex or was ready for sex, right? Because again, your skin, your skin dictates that. You can tell when you're, you can tell when you're fertile because your skin exudes this color when you're fertile and it's a it's a visual sign that men pick up it's, it's a biological thing you gotta, you gotta look that up so makeup was made to simulate that in, in movies because that's what draws men to the movie theater this is why best actress is more glamorized the best actress oscar is more glamorized than the best actor oscar there's a whole history with that that i'm not going to get into in this show but then again, makeup and then makeup hits the mainstream. Everybody's using body makeup and using makeup and, and, and all this and all of that. Makeup has now become again a thing to hide the blemishes. The women are using this to 
to stay looking young or stay looking whatever. Famous roots in Hollywood. But the modern man understands that makeup is only used to hide those imperfections, not to not to make you look better per se. It just makes you look presentable in the in the instance of skin and facial blemishes. Because what did I tell you about virginity, right? And this it goes back. You see, everything comes full circle. When I tell you about this virgin, the skin of virgins, if you didn't hear, if you didn't hear it, go back to my show where I talk about high body count. When I tell you about the skin of virgins, and you'll see it. The skin of virgins has this uniform color. It's almost like a glow, but there's a uniform color to the skin of virgins, where the skin. The skin of their face and the skin of their body are almost one solid color. And there is no cake ruddiness or anything like that or forehead ruddiness because those things come in after a woman first has sex with guys and it becomes more pronounced the more she has sex. This is how you train your eyes. This is how you train your eyes to spot virgins, to spot people who are virgins because their skin just has this I call it a glow, but it's this uniform color and brightness to it, right? It's just a certain color that a virgin skin has. And this is what makeup, this is what women use makeup to try to simulate. To no success whatsoever, because again, you can't, that's just something that can't be simulated. It's just not. It's kind of like AI trying to draw the human hand. It just, it, it doesn't, AI doesn't understand the structure of the human hand. It just knows that there's a thing at the end of an arm and there's like some appendages on it. And it doesn't understand dimensions and dimensions and lengths and things like that and distances between fingers and things like that. It doesn't understand that. It just knows that there's a thing on the end of an arm and it's got some things sticking out. So this is what I try to draw. And this is why if you look, if you ask an AI image creator to draw a hand, it won't. Or draw somebody with their hands up, their hands will always be, this is how you can tell AI images from real, from real images. That numbers. It doesn't understand language. But anyway, it's something that can't be simulated. That's what I'm saying. Virgin skin can't be simulated. Even with the best makeup, you can't simulate virgin skin. And the trained eye can see this. Which is why real provider protector man doesn't give a shit about you putting your makeup on the table. You you think you look better? You think you're going to turn yourself from a 7 to a 10 with makeup? It just doesn't happen. It doesn't. Because at the end of the day, you still got to wash the makeup off. You, gotta, you still have to wash the makeup off. And you still gotta, you're going to bring yourself back down to that 6, 7, 6 from being a 9. It's got to come off. A plane that takes off has to land eventually. So... We understand this. Provide and protect your men. Understand this. This is why you can't bring your, put your makeup on the table and talk about how good you look. Oh, you want a beautiful woman on your arm. Yeah, but if you need makeup to help you be beautiful, then what the hell's the point? So putting your makeup on the table is absolutely no. Outside of that, women don't understand what it is men want. They don't. They, I, I'm literally convinced. Because when I'm looking at TikTok... And I put in, I didn't even put in what, what to bring, because what, what women bring to the table will bring up a whole different set of videos. But I say what women have to offer, and no video, save for a couple made by Asian, a couple of Asian girls, 
say what women have and even the asian girls talk about what women should bring to the table not what women do bring to the table the difference between what you should bring to the table and what you do bring to the table a man should bring money to the table does he have the money to bring to the table right so what what a woman should bring to the table and what a woman does bring to the table is is are two completely different things and I'm convinced, I'm literally convinced that women bring nothing to the table, even though they know they should bring something to the table. But what they do, what they end up bringing to the table is not what men are interested in. The one thing, and I'm going to tell you ladies, unequivocally, right? If you want a good proprietor, protector man, you only really need a couple of things to bring to the table. And no, it's not your makeup. No, it's not your degrees. No, it's not your masculine energy that you've acquired from being and going far in this career and having to deal with all of that. No, no man wants that. We, that that's a headache to men. It really is. All of that's a headache. Maintenance and, and, and spending on all the, well, my hair is done. My, we understand that you get your hair done, you get your nails done, all that crap has to be maintained over the course of however many years as we see your physical looks go into decline and you're spending more and more money trying to keep that up. It's really, it's not something that men want to sign up for. I'm not trying to spend all my money trying to maintain the appearance of my woman. Why? Because a woman wants her appearance to be maintained because she wants to keep looking young into her 50s and 60s. So I have to spend more money and more money and more money and more money as a buck and 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 it gets it the amounts that you have to spend increase exponentially so before and what i mean is before you first get with the when you first get with one of these high maintenance girls right and they're young then you just have to really really spend on hair and nails that, that's about it right then maybe a little bit of makeup but as they get older now you got to spend on hair and nails and more makeup. Then you got to spend on hair and nails and more makeup and maybe Botox. And then you got to spend, as you get older, hair and nails and maybe a breast augmentation because they're starting to sag. And then hair and nails and Botox and a breast augmentation and now Brazilian butt lift because that's starting to sag. And now hair and nails and now Botox and now breast augmentation and now Brazilian butt lift and now a skin tuck because now their skin is starting to, their facial skin is starting to sag. So you see how over the course of some years, the, 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 the expenses only increase. So why would we want that? Why would we sign up for that? It's not a good, it's a, not a good long-term solution. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not a good solution long-term. So men are just aren't going to sign up for that. But the one thing that men will sign up for, you do not want to give them whatsoever. You don't. And this is why I say, you, despite your degrees, despite your careers, despite everything, despite all your makeup and your AirPods and whatever car you have, whatever, right? Despite all of that, you dumping all that crap on the table to offer us, we don't want it. And the one thing that we do want, you are not, you are not willing to give us. And as long as you're not willing to give us the thing that we want. We know we don't want to deal with you. We'll still go our own way. We'll still go for the go for the other woman, right? And I'm not talking about like married and cheat. Well, a lot of guys cheat for that reason. But 
so we'll we'll ignore you for somebody else. This is why you end up in situationships and things like that, friend zones and things like that. Because you're not offering, you're not offering what, what we want. And then when you come around to it, it's much too late. You hit the wall, you've blew past the danger zone, and nobody wants you because you've aged yourself out of the dating market. By the time what really hits you, hits you. And I saw a, there's a woman that I follow on TikTok, an English woman. I can't remember what her name is right off the bat. A blonde English woman. And she's well into her 40s, right? And when she's well into her 40s, the realization hits her that what she has put on the table to offer men, men didn't want. And she finally realized what men want well into her 40s after it's too late. 48, 49, pushing 50, and it's too late because she wants to provide her protector, man, and she's aged herself out of the dating pool. And it, it sucks for women that they, and I had a conversation with my girlfriend about this, I think it was yesterday, where I said, because she, what was it? We were talking about birthdays, and I think because my birthday's coming. Oh, yes, because my birthday's coming, she wants to know what I wanted to do for my birthday. I'm like, I don't know. It's a big five zero. And she's like, oh, oh, I guess you're over to hell now. I'm like, no, not really. Because the fact of the matter is that men age differently than women, especially in in life. We'll just say life. Men age differently than women. See, men peak and men will stay, men will stay peaking. And then they'll come down about 60, right? 60s going into 70s. Then the plane will start landing. I call it I call it the stove effect. And the stove effect is something that people have used to describe um to describe libido between the sexes, where men are like a gas stove. You turn it on and you turn it off. You turn it on and it gets hot right away. And you turn it off and it cools down right away. Whereas Women's libido is more like electric stove. You you turn it on and you gotta wait for it to heat up and it'll slowly heat up and slowly warm up. And then when you turn it off, it'll slowly cool itself down and that whole thing. And it's been it's been charged to that. However, the stove con the stove concept is a, equally applied to aging, whereas men age like the um like the electric stove heating. Whereas they age, they slowly go and hit the mature level. They'll stay at the mature level longer, even after you turn the damn stove off. And it takes them a long time to come down from that, to come down from their peak. Whereas women, they'll hit their peak, they'll explode, hit their peak explosively, and they come down from their peak just as explosively, just like you turn on the gas stove on and off. That's the most apt way I can describe that. So when I say that it, women age themselves out of the dating market pretty damn quickly, they do. And the reason why is biological. Men are just biological ingrained to look for certain things and just to be attracted to certain things. And body type really, body type has a lot to do with it. But I, and this is why I say I get it when I do the, when I do the profiles, the profile examinations, and I see all these bigger women on these sites and I'm like, yeah, the market is there for bigger women. It's small, but it's there. But a lot of the men are more attracted to 
capable of BMI of 29 or less. And this is why I did that show called The Ballad of 29, because 29 seems to be the upper limit of a man's sexual attraction to women as far as body body mass, uh, as far as BMI. 29 seems to be the upper limit. Once you get over 29, men will just stop being interested because it's too damn big. Um, again, there's a small market, there's a small niche market out there for bigger women, but the majority of men they don't go above twenty nine. So there's a there's a whole there's a whole sexual attraction thing. But outside of that, men are looked men look for youth and fertility, and there's a certain signs, especially in the skin and body dimensions, that signal youth and fertility. And this is what men will go for nine times out of ten, which is why I say that women age themselves out of the dating market because there comes a point where women just don't offer what men are looking for visually. There comes that point. That point usually happens at 40. Usually. Now, I'm not saying that all women, it happens to all women. So at a certain age, women will just stop bringing looks to the table, which is why you can dump all the makeup you want on the table and men just aren't interested. Because they understand that the the price, and I'm bringing this back around, that the price of maintaining that beauty just it it increases exponentially. So that's just that's just a headache. So at this time, you may be wondering, well, what the hell was that long rant? You still never told us what women, what men want women to bring to the table was this: men want women to bring peace and stability. And I'm not talking about relation. Well, yeah, relationship stability, but relationship. Ship stability comes with mental stability, and that's what men want. Men want peace, men want mental stability. Now, youth and beauty are up there, but they're not as high as peace and mental stability. What men want in a relationship, in a long-term relationship, because we understand, as provider, protector, and masculine men, we understand that beauty is temporary, beauty fades, beauty is vain. If you deal with a if you deal with somebody who's read the Bible from cover to cover, like I have done a couple of times. You understand that beauty, beauty is temporary, beauty is fleeting, and most of all, beauty is vanity, right? So we place a priority on beauty, but not above, but not above peace, and not above, um, not above peace, and not above sanity. Peace and sanity are the two things that we we look for. And again, if a woman, most modern women, their lack of sanity betrays them. And what I mean by the lack of sanity is you look and they're an obvious five. They're obviously, they're an obvious six and they're going around saying they're tens. You see that on whatever impression fit. I'm not saying that's the majority, even the majority of women. I'm saying a lot of women are like that. A lot of women are like that. And they call this being, they call this self-love. They call this being body positive. It's more delusion. And that's why I bring this back to mental sanity. It's more delusion. And when we men hear that when we men see what we see and then hear what you say and there's a disconnect between what we see and what you say then that's that betrays your sanity and we don't want anything to do with it remember we want in a relationship we want sanity since sanity stability and peace right if you don't have one you don't have any if you don't have peace you don't have sanity and you don't have stability that's just it if you don't have stability you don't have sanity and you don't have peace if you don't have sanity, you don't have stability, and you don't have peace. So you take away one. It's kind of like the fire triangle. If you take away one, you don't have a fire. 
It doesn't matter which one you take away. You just need to take away one. There's the heat. Well, it's the fire tension hydro now. But with the whole fire triangle, you need heat, oxygen, uh, heat, oxygen, and fuel. Now it's heat, oxygen, fuel, and chain reaction. And if you take away one, you don't have a fire. It's the same thing. You have peace, you have sanity, and you have stability. If you take away one, you don't have a relationship. You just don't. That's the best way I can put that. So women, what you have, what you need to bring to the end, again, I hear a lot of these videos, oh, women need to bring this, women need to bring that. No, what women need to bring, what the women need to bring, and the thing about those videos is that they're telling women to bring things that women already have, degrees, money, beauty, whatever. But what you're, they're also not telling you to bring something that you need to bring that you're not willing to bring. And that's peace. A lot of modern women aren't willing to bring peace because they're excited by the drama, which is why they would they would stay in situationships with eight, nine, and ten guys. Because not only are they attracted to the guy, they love the drama, and the drama gives them some kind of feeling. So they're not willing to bring that peace. They're not willing to bring the sanity because, again, they're fives and six walking around. Fives and sixes walking around thinking that they're tens, and because of it, they think they're entitled to whatever it is they're entitled to. They think they're entitled to a man's affection, attention, his bank account, um, this provider protector thing, even though they're not willing to be traditional women. So again, they're not bringing sanity, and then they're they're not bringing peace because they're quarrelsome, they're into masculine energy, they're competitive, they're you know, they're, they're everything. They want to be the second bull in the pen. And it just doesn't work like that. You just don't. You Either you lead or you follow. And if you're with, you're with a masculine, provider protector man, you better learn how to shut the hell up and follow. But see, a lot of women don't like to shut the hell up and follow because of what they've been taught from in feminist indoctrination and all of this. They don't want to shut the hell up and follow. They know that they know how. They just don't know. They just don't want to. And so they're not bringing that peace to relationships. And so if they're not willing to bring peace, they're not willing to bring stability, and they're not willing to bring sanity, now you understand why a lot of these modern women aren't in relationships. They're in situationships, they're in friend zones, and all these other things, but you'll never see a ring on their finger. There'll never, they'll never be a diamond. They'll never be a bear. They're just there. They're at the clubs. They're in their 30s. They're still drinking, wearing those booty shorts or short skirts, trying to get, trying to get, pick up these younger men. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. And just the pathetic nature of it all and seeing all of this play out in front of your eyes, it's like, and then you, and then not only that, when they fail, after they keep failing, they post their L's on TikTok for everybody to see. Which further destroys their which further destroys their credibility. Not only that, a lot of these women are turning to OnlyFans, and I, I made two rants against OnlyFans and and the women who are on them. And then they wonder why, after all of this, nobody wants to deal with them. And it's not just them. And my problem is not with the women on OnlyFans, right? Because again, well, I made a Facebook post, and I said, and I got a hell of a lot of engagement from everybody on my everybody on my friends list. That's probably one of my most talked about posts. I said, the problem isn't Taylor Swift. Again, I have a lot of conservative 
Christian people on my Facebook friends list. And I said, the problem isn't Taylor Swift. I said, it's the problem is that her fans are toxic and random, and everybody lost their friggin' mind because they saw me as defending Taylor Swift. No, I'm not defending Taylor Swift. I just said the problem isn't Taylor Swift because I understand that Taylor Swift is who Taylor Swift is, and Taylor Swift is going to do what she's going to do. That's not the problem. The problem is her fans that are toxic and rabid and going off, going after everybody who says they don't like Taylor Swift as if not liking Taylor Swift is disqualifies you somehow from being a human and disqualifies you from being treated as a human. It's a problem with Taylor Swift fans. So my thing is, my problem is not with the girls on OnlyFans. That's not the problem. My problem is with the women who don't say anything about the girls on OnlyFans, knowing that they're taking they're taking the L's for the girls who are on OnlyFans, and then turning around and expect and acting like the girls on OnlyFans don't exist, that they're in a vacuum somewhere, and that just because they're different or not on OnlyFans, that they deserve a shot. Now, I'm not saying that to be cruel, right? What I'm saying is all women, all women, all women, this is the one time where I will say all women, all women are taking the L's for the OnlyFans girls because men are looking at this woman because there are so many women on OnlyFans. Men are looking at every woman and wondering, not thinking she's on OnlyFans, but wondering if she's on OnlyFans. There's a difference. There's a difference between me thinking you're on OnlyFans and me wondering if you're on OnlyFans, right? So all women, all women, all women, all women, men look at all women, right? They'll come across whatever woman and they'll look. And in the back of their head, there's a thing of, does she be on OnlyFans? Yeah. And, and even if it's a fleeting thought, it's still a fleeting thought. What if she's on OnlyFans? And we look at every woman like this. Now that may not be that may not be you. I may get that you may not be on OnlyFans. That woman may not be on OnlyFans. That may not woman may not be on OnlyFans. And those women only there, those women over there, they not may not be on OnlyFans. But since there are enough women on OnlyFans, then the wonder will the, the, the thought will always be in the back of the man's mind. Gee, I wonder if she's on OnlyFans. It's there. And again. All women are taking the L for that. Just like the women on TikTok were going around talking about how much they hate men and how much men are buttholes, and then you, and then you see all these blog posts and all these other videos and stuff talking about the, from women who are based with feminist ideology, and then you see all the women that were posting videos in gyms, in gyms, gyms, in gyms, trying to get men in trouble and kicked out of gyms for basically for working out, for daring to be in the space. You don't understand that all women are taking the L's for what those women are doing because now men are just pulling themselves out of the dating market. Like you can't even approach a woman anymore without ending up on TikTok. So men just men aren't dealing with that anymore. And then that again, that may not be you. If you're a woman listening to this, if you're a woman who is stomach so strong enough to listen to this, it may not be you. But you're taking the L for that. A man's not going to approach you because that's going to be in the back of his head. You took the L for that, and this is why you're single. This is why no man wants to approach you. Again, yesterday, stick, uh, no, not yesterday. Was it the day before? I, God, I can't remember. But I came across a TikTok video 
or the woman complaining about why men just don't approach her anymore. Oh, yeah, the Valentine's Day thing. I played that on, my yes- on yesterday's show. She was pissed off because men don't approach her anymore. Well, yeah, because you're taking the L for the you're taking the L for what other women are doing. All women take the L for what women are doing. Just like when women make so when women make those um make those observations about men and patriarchy, and they say that white men, white men this, white men that, it's because all white men are taking the L's for something that a certain few white men are doing. Men in general take the L for what some men are doing. That's just it. Unless you make a concerted effort to disavow yourself of what certain men are doing. It's like women, you need to do the same thing, but you're so interested in solidarity that you don't. And this is why you keep taking the L's and why, why no man is approaching you anymore. So there's that. The last thing I want to talk about is a strong independent woman, right? The woman that say they don't need no man, they don't need a man to help her handle her business. Why is it that you say that? You bring nothing to the table because you figure that what you what you have disqualifies you from needing a man. Okay, I get it. That's your thoughts. That goes that goes back to the whole sanity thing. You bring a sanity relationship, but then you expect a guy to be traditional, to be chivalrous, and you don't need him. It, it just it makes no sense to me. Like you expect him to put his chivalry and his money and all this stuff on the table. But you're strong and independent, so you don't need to put anything on the table because this is you. Again, incentive. What is the incentive? If somebody tells me, right, that and this is why this is another reason why I picked the woman that I picked. Because at no point in in me knowing her for the Ten plus years that I knew her before I got together with her. The ten plus years that I knew her, to the year leading up to us dating, to us actually beginning into a relationship. And none, in none of those eleven and a half years that I knew her, did she ever utter the words "I don't need a man." So that's a good marker. That's a green flag for me. So this is why this is one of the major reasons why I got with her. Women who say "I don't need a man." And then expect a man to be chivalrous toward them just never made sense to me. It never made sense. Again, this incentive thing. What is the incentive for a man to get with a woman who doesn't need a man? There is no incentive. And this is why they they die single and alone with their cats. Because they're stuck on, I don't need a man. And they're wondering why men don't come around. It's kind of like saying, well, I don't need a plumber. And they're not understanding why nobody's coming to fix your broken pipes. Well, you said you don't need a plumber, so why why would a plumber even show up? You don't need one, so live without one. Live with your broken, leaky pipes. You don't need a plumber, so don't call one. Don't have one come around. Just live with the leaky pipes. You don't need one. Just like when you say, oh, I don't need a man, but yet you're sitting on plenty of fish like I like I did on last, last Sunday's show. You're on plenty of fish and looking for a man, and then your buyer, you say you don't need a man. Well, that's just dumb. Why do you want plenty of fish, which is a dating site? Obviously, you didn't say that you were interested in women. You said you were interested in men, and then turn around and you say you don't need a man. That's just dumb. So what's the incentive? What's the incentive there? Again, it goes back to sanity. If you don't have sanity, you don't have a relationship. 
sanity, peace, and stability. You take away one and you don't have a relationship, much like the fire triangle. Tattoo that, please tattoo that in the back of your heads. Sanity, stability, sanity, stability, and peace. Because if you don't have one, you don't have a relationship. Then treat that like the fire, treat that like the fire tetrahedron. Again, if you're walking around saying you don't need a man because you're strong and independent, well then prove it. But you want men to be chivalrous. You don't want to prove that you're strong and independent. You don't want to pay for your own meals. You don't want to pay your own bills. You don't want to you don't want to open your own doors because you're with a man. You don't want your friends to pay for themselves even though they showed up to somewhere they're not supposed to show up. You want the man to pay for them. Yet you're supposed to be strong and independent. And then the funny thing is strong and independent women wondering why men don't approach them. Like, why don't you approach men? You're strong and independent. You approach them. No, they're supposed to approach me. Why? Are you that strong and independent that you can't bother yourself to approach a man? Or are you so strong and independent that that you're actually weakling and can't approach men because you're just that you're just that much of a dare I see you say the dare I use the word coward. You're strong and independent. Why are you a coward? Why are you not approaching men? Why what are you scared? Are you scared of what what they might say? Strong and independent people aren't scared. They face their fears head on. It's one thing you learn in the army. Face your fears. The strong and independent women can't. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Again, it goes back to sanity. You're strong and independent, yet there's a certain thing you just absolutely can't be asked to do. It's, 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 I, I don't get it. I just, at this point, I just, I just don't get it. Anyway, um, I'll end on that note. Thanks for listening. Um, I know I, there's just a lot of thoughts rattling around in my head right now, and I'm trying to wrap my brain around why, how is it that when, see, now I'm going to end on this because I, I need, I feel like I need to say this, like God's putting it in my heart to say this. Women, when you talk about, when when you talk about bringing something to the table, see, again, it goes back to the strong and independent thing. You're strong and independent, yet you don't want to bring anything to the table. Well, if you're strong, if you're independent, if you have this, then why are you so scared to bring something to the table? Why do I have to bring something to the table? Because you're strong and independent, that's why. You don't ask men why, you don't ask men not to bring anything to the table, even though they have their jobs and careers. You want them to put their money up on the table. You want them to put their their protection, their protective proclivities on the table. You want their to, you want them to put their ability to provide on the table. You want them to put their masculinity on the table. But you're so strong and independent that when we ask you, okay, so you're strong and independent, what do you bring into the table? All of a sudden, that's offensive. How is that offensive? You're supposed to be strong and independent. You're supposed to be proud of bringing something to the table. But a lot of y'all shut that down. Why are you asking me? Are you a misogynist? Why are you asking me to bring something to the table? Because you're strong and independent. That's why. Now I understand. Okay. If a woman doesn't claim that she's strong and independent, fine. We're not. Then we won't require her to bring anything to the table. Right? 
Now she has something to offer. She has something to offer. And again, what we what we want her to offer is not what what most women are actually offering. What we what we want. And again, this is why we pick people that don't say that they're strong and independent is because the women that don't say that they're strong and independent will offer peace, they'll offer sanity, and they'll offer stability. And that's what we want. This fight. This is why guys would pick the freaking Walmart associate or the Starbucks barista over the boss babe. Is because that boss babe isn't offering that peace, that stability, that peace, that stability, and that sanity. It's, it's just not. Chances are that Walmart associate who never said that she doesn't need a man or that community theater performer that never said that she needed a man, well, she'll get the provider-protector man over you who, who claims that you're a boss babe. And you're sitting there wondering, like, what the hell? I've got my stuff together. Well, obviously not, because you don't offer peace. You're not offering peace. You're not offering stability. You're not offering sanity. Peace, stability, and sanity. You bring that to the table? And not only not just bringing it to the table, because I know a lot of women bring stuff to the table to get the man, and then they snatch it back. So the whole bait and, bait and switch thing. No, you actually have to provide. Just like you want the men to actually provide the money, to provide the protection, to provide the provisions, to provide that masculinity and that leadership. So you must also provide the peace, the stability, and the sanity. And not just fly off the handle at every little thing and, and keep threatening to break up and break them up and um, threatening divorce and all this other stuff just to keep things chaotic. You don't do that. It's the worst way to handle a relationship. Anyway, okay, I'm done. I, I'm done. Thanks for listening. Um, you can catch me daily. I should I should be here tomorrow. I don't know because it's, my schedule at work is so... This week, it's weird because we're... We're on the precipice, and if we fall over, then it's going to be more of this, more Hebrew slavery. If we do what we need to do, then we'll be okay. But the problem is I can't, there's just certain things I cannot rely on. So I'm going to, I'm going to tentatively say that there will be a show tomorrow, and I'm going to schedule a show tomorrow. And if I have to cancel the show, then I'm going to schedule the show but I'm going to set the show for tomorrow, and it's going to be the Wednesday thing where I, where I take apart one of these dating blocks. So we're going to go with that. But usually, after things kind of calm down with all these airlines and airplanes and what's going on with them, after things kind of settle down with that, then I'll settle into a, a routine like I had back in December where I do the daily thing, and then I could do Saturday as well. So I'm going to tentatively set it set the rest of the week and i'm definitely planning to be back here saturday so tune in if you want more more advice that keeps it 100. um also i've been stitching and doing a little bit more on tiktok so if you want to follow me on tiktok um um, um, jesse.ramsey.abc on tiktok and follow me and then you'll get you'll get those videos that i stitched because i found a real liking for stitching videos and and i think i'm getting kind of good at it but I just need more practice. Um, anywhere you're, anywhere you are on social media, look up at J Ramsey ABC. I've got a new phone, and I'll, I keep promising you, I'll tell you the story about that. Um, the new phone and the new watch because it's, it's hilarious and it's tragic. 
I'll probably tell you that on Saturday. Um, so anywhere you're on social media, look up at ABC, and I'm there. If I'm there, follow me. If I'm not, that means I'm not on social media. But I'm mostly on Facebook and True Social. So look up ABC on Facebook and ABC on True Social. And you can also follow, find me on my profile at jesse.ramsey.79 on Facebook. That's me. So, and then you can email me at jesse, J-E-S-S-I-E, at jramsayabc.com. Send me an email and tell me, what, tell me what's on your mind. And then you can also listen to my show and they call in. So I get it. A lot of you don't like to call in. A lot of you like to email me, and that's cool. And, you know, once you, once you start emailing me again, then I'll read your emails on the air and I'll read your comments on the air. So that's that. Actually, I have I have one comment to read on the air, but, um, if, if I may do so. Um, Fiji Fontaine commented on a on this one thing that I stitched, and I have to give this one a shout out because again, Fiji Fiji Fontaine nailed it, and he nailed it when I when I stitched yesterday's yesterday's video, and he's like, and he says this. He says, "I reserve the right to refuse hints because I talked about men, how men don't speak hints." And he says, I reserve, I reserve the right to refuse hints, especially when I know there's an ulterior motive behind it. I usually cut a chick off for the same, uh, for the same nonsense. Absolutely. Like, anytime women drop hints, there's usually an ulterior motive, especially when they want you to be their, their little mind readers. Men don't play that game. Either a woman speaks your language, which is the language of the realm, whether you speak English, Spanish, German, Romanian, whatever, whatever language you may speak. If a woman doesn't speak that language to speak to you, if she wants to speak some other language like hints and love languages and shit like that, well, I get it, love languages, whatever that is. But if she, especially if she wants to speak hint, if she wants to drop all kinds of hints and speak to you and understand, then no, no, stop it. All right. So that's that. So thank you for listening. Um, I'll, like I say, I hope to, dang it, why do, what the hell? So, okay, so I hope to be back tomorrow, and that's it. I've got a few seconds left. As a matter of fact, here, no, I can't. No, no, okay, cool. Um, There it is. So, again, closing music's about to hit. I'm ramping and raving, and I shouldn't be just trying to fill time until the closing music hits. So that's it. Oh, there it goes. Thank you very much for listening. I'm out. See you tomorrow. Now remember, the future is what you make of it. Now go out and make the dating world a better place. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.